0: why be better i'm your host david terrell helping others achieve body and mind self-mastery today we have the opportunity to hear from a wonderful human named becca shiniger in her daily life you may see her creating pieces of artwork or bringing joy and confidence to others through cosmetology but this bowling green state university alumni class of 2021 has another side to her that empowers every other aspect of her life she can run fast I'm talking about marathons, 26.2 miles or 42.1 kilometers. She just recently completed the Boston Marathon, which is known to be one of the most difficult marathons to qualify for. You have to be fast to get in, and even then, you don't always get selected. Becca has exemplified what it means to have drive and determination, and that's why I sought her out to have her on the podcast. I'm always looking for humans that are reaching farther in life for something greater. She's reaching high and shining bright. Over this interview with Becca, learn some of her training plans as well as some of the reasons why she dedicates so much time to running and self-love. After some time listening to her words, you'll be ready to join Team Becca for her next race. Let's jump right to it. Becca Schinninger.
1: Am I your first person on the channel?
0: You are actually the second official recording. so
1: awesome.
0: So you might be the, I don't know the order, because I'm going to actually have like six recorded over this next week and a half. Then, Then I'm going to start putting them out once a week. So that way, at least i have a little cushion in case I I have a week where I'm not able to do it. For sure. But cool. I'm glad you decided to come on the show and share us a little bit about your experiences. Obviously, you're an awesome runner. I mean, you qualified and competed and finished the Boston Marathon.
1: I mean, how was that? It was incredible. Like, that has been my dream for years. It's an honor to run that race, and I'm excited to be on your channel and just kind of talk about what got me there. And yeah, like my my next goals.
0: Awesome. So yeah, what got you there? Because like, I never knew the Boston Marathon was like such a high level. Like I just thought it was any other marathon until this last year. And I realized the time it took to qualify. I'm like, Oh, that's fast. Like, okay, right. this is a real like, this is a high level event. So what yeah. made you first decide you wanted to do that?
1: Yeah. So when I was in high school, my cross country coach, Byron Kimmel, he always talked about, you know, qualifying for the Boston Marathon and his experience actually running it. And all of his stories that he came back with were super inspirational. And at the time I was just, you know, 15, 16 years old, I I couldn't even comprehend the distance of a marathon or I didn't really understand what it was. But just his energy when he would talk about it made me feel like I wanted to do it, like I wanted to make it there. So it wasn't until i was kind of like in college that i started understanding you know what the boston marathon was and how far like a half and full was and that's when i started just training halves and fools because i just wanted to see if i could do it it was kind of like a bucket list thing and then i sort of fell in love with the distance and pushing myself and then my first marathon i was actually 807 pace and i was like I was kind of close to qualifying um wow, because my good. age group needs an eight flat so it was just kind of always a dream of mine and then when i did qualify i was like i guess i'm going
0: that's awesome were you pretty pumped when you got the news you made it
1: yes because you have to run a qualifying race and i actually wasn't sure during the race if i was going to get the time because the pacers crept up on me the eight minute pacers and they were kind of getting ahead and i was like oh no like I'm supposed to be with you. And they were like, we're actually ahead of schedule. So they were like, if you just hang on, like you're going to get it. Um, and like, even if you get the time though, sometimes you don't get chosen because there's so many runners that qualify each year.
0: So, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Even if you do get it now, if you make the time, does that qualify for the next year too? Or do you have to run it again in that qualifying time?
1: I think it might be so, especially with COVID, your qualifying time lasted you a couple of years but I'm not sure if it carries into the, like, I'm not sure if my 2021 time that I just ran will allow me to run 2023 Boston.
0: What was your time on this last race?
1: Um, For Boston, I ran three hours, 39 minutes and 47 seconds. That's fast. So (laughs) thank you. Uh, That's 8.22 pace, I believe.
0: Yeah, that's fast. For anyone who's not a runner, that's like incomprehensible. For anyone who is a runner, that's still like, that's really fast. I mean, <laughs> that takes a lot of commitment to get there. So like, like when you first were thinking, right, you were saying you're 15, 16. So it's like, I'm sure you weren't running anywhere near that pace then. Right. Um, you know, from when you decided you wanted to do it to when you actually were like, I'm doing this, like, how long did it really take to get to that level?
1: yeah no absolutely that's a great question when i was 16 years old 17 years old in high school i was going on long runs that were maybe nine to ten miles and i thought that was so far like getting in the double digits blew my mind like i did my first full at 18 or half at 18 years old and i did my first full at 19. so it was a very gradual increase in mileage i always tell people that i fell in love with running slow and then all at once, but my mileage journey has been super gradual from running track in middle school at 12, and then being a marathoner at 23.
0: It's, it's a cool journey, and it's like, it's cool to see that progression, and I know some people, when they're getting into it, it's it's kind of hard to see that mountain. It's like, well, I can't do that. I can't do anywhere near that. I'm not a marathon runner, but right. it's like you were saying, you fall in love way before that. Like, I fell in love with running when I could hardly run. It's just, once I was able to run and not be Like dying out of breath, I was in love. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I love doing this, and it's so rewarding. Yes,
1: Yes. and the more you do it, the better it gets.
0: Yeah, exactly. Then, then you find a pace you can rest in, and it's comforting. You know, it's it feels good when you're not huffing and puffing and dying while you're running. At least for me, anyway. It's just I know I know during training, you know, you have to do that sometimes. But at the same time, for the pure enjoyment, pure kind of mental health aspect of it. I mean, once you get to that where well, you can just run and enjoy where you're going, especially yeah. going up higher mileage, cause you get to see more, uh, it's just really yeah. cool. So like your training, would you say that you do like a lot of mileage every week or what kind of structure got you to where you're at now?
1: I'd say my sweet spot is kind of half marathon training. So 40 mile weeks, um, long runs being 10 to 12 miles and easy runs being four to eight. That's definitely my sweet spot. Um, But the reason I got into the higher mileage was just because I had these goals for the marathon, uh, which I like running the marathons too, but I'd say like just regular running for me is around 40 miles a week. Once I get into marathon mileage, that's about 55. I know some people run up to like 80, but 55 has been really good for me. When I first trained for a full marathon, I only did one 20 miler and now I do three 20 milers. I just feel like it mentally prepares me more for pushing those last six during the race.
0: Now that three 20 milers, is that like the month leading up to it you do three or how like far spaced yeah. out are those?
1: Yeah, so I'll do a two week taper. Um, so about 14 days and my last 20 miler will be three weeks out. And I do like a easy, so I do a long run each week and I do an easy long run in between each of those 20 milers. So I'll kind of drop it down like 20, then 15, then 20, then 16, 20, then like a half and then a two week taper.
0: It sounds like you've got some dedication to just the the form and structure of your running preparation. So is it like something that you've worked with others and developing that or just kind of listen to your body and deciding how far you go?
1: I'd say an equal amount of both. Um, In high school i had some really great coaches in track and cross country and they always had great structure to our training schedule and that gave me a lot of discipline and helped me understand that there should be easy days and hard days mixed together for improvement Um, and then once i started training on my own for the further distances i did a lot of googling i'm not gonna lie like if i have a question i just look it up online um and then when i was trying to work toward getting the qualifying time for boston that's when i got a trainer just like a virtual trainer just helped me with like a specific training log like from november to april because i did a spring race so that just really helped me kind of stay accountable and know that i was really doing the right thing and not just kind of raw dog raw dogging it which is totally fine i i do that a lot too but you want to kind of have a good idea of what you're doing before you just swing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it helps to learn from others experience and, and like something like this, it's, you're not just going to complete the race, you're going to run a race, like you're racing against time to, to get it yeah. extremely fast. And like, and that's, it's fast. You know, I, I, I can't do that fast. I mean, I, maybe I will next year. I don't know. But I, I haven't really been a long distance runner most of my life. You know, it wasn't until uh-huh last couple of years, I really started taking it more seriously, but I mean, before I would just do it for enjoyment. And now I'm like, you know what, it'd be cool. And then as soon as I found out Boston Marathon was really hard, I'm like, well, that sounds cool, but it's yeah. not where I'm at time-wise. I mean, sure I could do that shorter, you know, half marathon time, but you oh, double yeah. that distance. That's hard.
1: Absolutely. But keep it on the horizon because I at one point i did, I could not even fathom it. I was like that's that's honestly impossible, but little by little, if it's in your head you're gonna make it there
0: that's really like everything in life too it's like if yeah. you just keep it in your head it's not a short term thing it's a long term buildup and it's cool to see you know you and, and other people like you who who have put in the time have put in the dedication and then you get that reward of doing it and you know I've seen like you're you're also like helping pace for the the Cleveland marathon next and you know yeah. you're making this not just about you you're helping others you're you're making this community surrounding it i mean like what what does that look like for you being in the position you're at
1: to be a pacer eventually
0: yeah to be or... a pacer and to really be i mean i don't know if you realize it but you're creating this platform to help other people get into this world
1: yeah no um it feels really good for being a Pacer, I needed the Pacer so much to qualify for Boston. So to be able to be that person for someone else to help them reach their time goal and lead them to success is huge for me. Like I feel like I'm paying it forward and being, being like a mentor kind of. So I love that idea. And then as for like my running platform on TikTok, that was actually my new year's resolution four and a half months ago. Um, to kind of just make my TikTok all about running kind of like yours. And I didn't even realize that there were so many runners on TikTok, but like the analytics of the app has brought so much camaraderie to my page and like other people are meeting each other and I'm meeting other runners. And I just think that is so exciting because that's like a huge part of why I run is just because of the community and just the sportsmanship of running is different than any other activity I've ever taken part of and yeah it's exciting to watch the platform grow and I'm being influenced by other people and I feel like I'm having a positive impact on them which is exactly why I'm doing it yeah, yeah
0: watching like some of your stuff your content it's definitely the type that just leaves you feeling better and it also paints like an awesome image about what running is and what it can do for people and it's it is cool to see you know how TikTok especially because um, that's what we're both using a lot but it's it really helps reach other people who are in that same mindset in that world and like going to a race, going to an event like that. It, it is a, it's a cool feel. It's a cool vibe that you get. And it's something that whenever I go to one, even if I'm not racing, if I'm just going to you know support someone else, it feels awesome. And it's, it's a good camaraderie that you feel when you're there. And that's the part of the running sport that I really like beyond just, you know, the individual pushing. Yeah. Do you have any races personally planned coming up soon?
1: So, Cleveland, obviously, being a pacer, I'll be the 930 pacer for that. So, that's a 205 half marathon and a 410 full. And then after that, I think I'm actually going to kind of work on half marathons again. I've been enjoying doing a little bit of speed training. So, I kind of want to see how quick I can do that. I haven't given it a shot in a while just because I've been hooked on the marathon distance um so i'm from i'm from dayton ohio and i'm living up like near perrysburg toledo area right now so i'm doing the muddy mini yeah muddy mini and it it kind of so, goes right the area i live in trails
0: so. is it um, trails then is that why it's muddy
1: i believe so because that's near like the trail that i like to run on i think it might be a little bit on the road i've looked at the course map and it looks pretty familiar
0: <laughs> that's cool I love running in trails and like getting muddy. Sometimes I I love that. Like uh, about a month ago, maybe it's a little less. I did do, I pushed myself. I was like, you know what? I've never actually ran a solid marathon. I've done like 22 and a half and then I've taken breaks and added more. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to run one. So I did it, but it was soaking wet. It had been raining. So my feet were soaked the entire time. My time, I think it was like five and a half hours. So it wasn't like super good time. I mean, it was good for me because I'd never done it, but- it was still so enjoyable to just get out there and just keep going keep going despite conditions that weren't great i mean
1: i think it's impressive too like when you said a five a five and a half hour marathon that's a lot of time on your feet as opposed to like a three and a half hour marathon yes it's a faster pace but like you're out there longer you know pushing yourself for a a longer amount of time rather than getting it done quick
0: yeah that is true because that extra time on your feet that's that's that much more time you're you're yep. using your body using energy calories I mean, that's for me you know I've like I've never run apart from this last seven months I've never run this much in my life and mm-hmm. I cannot eat enough food <laughs>
1: <It's> like <laughs> it is
0: so difficult to eat enough yeah. I mean what what's something you do with that
1: <laughs> um yeah so like post long run my My secret or like my tip is like, make a smoothie, like put as much in there as you can, because you can get that energy and those calories back into your system pretty quick without feeling like you're eating three plates of food. And then like pasta before a long run, like pasta makes you run faster. I always go by that carbs are huge for distance runners and people in general, they're just energy. And then obviously protein, I'm getting better at my cooking. I've, I went to college for four years and was kind of on a meal plan, but now I'm living on my own. So I'm getting better about that.
0: (laughs) That helps being able to cook yourself. I know college sometimes can spoil you when they got the nice cafeteria, everything you could want. And
1: absolutely.
0: I know when I don't eat enough, I don't feel very good after. And that's something that was hard initially because I was thinking like, well, I'm eating a lot. I'm probably eating enough. And I just feel really bad. I'm like, no, I'm not eating enough. I need to to eat more
1: yeah absolutely and hydration so,
0: okay good hydration when you think of hydration do you lead up to it the day i mean are you just drinking more than you would you know just normally drink or what what kind of hydration tips do you have
1: i have a jug <laughs> this thing for the people who can't see it it's like bigger than my head and i try and drink a full jug a day and then like i'm a tea drinker so like a cup of tea in the morning and a cup of tea at night And that's usually the amount of water that I need in a day. It's different for men and women, but, and then also if you're a sweater, like I sweat so much while I'm running, so I need even more water. But I think the biggest thing for me is I've thought like, oh, I need to drink more water, I'm running so far. And that can flush out like your electrolytes and nutrients. So it's important to maybe mix in like an electrolyte powder or gummies or something that's helping so that like you are hydrated, but you're not just washing away what you need inside of you.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I've had a lot of runs where, especially now getting into the hotter months where I'm just drenched with sweat and I, I literally have just layers of salt in my skin. And I'm just thinking, wow, I need to get some more of that in my body because I know that's not good to... You know, even if I was just chugging water, I, I feel like it, it wouldn't help to the max because of that. I'm losing so much salt.
1: Right. Yeah. I think they do make little like salt packets for runners too, that you're not just like the kind that you use at a restaurant, but like specifically for runners.
0: Like when you get into the world of running, cause when you're not in it, I mean, you don't necessarily think about all these things, but the more into it you get, it's, there's a lot to it and there's a science to it and you can make yourself better and you can really prepare. And make it a lot easier and more enjoyable something that i get asked a lot is about like kind of the common runner i don't know if they're myths but they you know because i don't i'm not affected by them but like sore knees you know toenails falling off or you know joints bad is that something that you've seen at all being a, a long distance runner
1: personally i'm super fortunate i have not had a big injury i've never broken anything knock on wood um, I've watched a lot of friends and other runners struggle with injury and obviously it's super important to listen to your body and take that time off and and heal yourself before you keep running. I've been really good about listening to my body so I think that's a big part of it for me but also just the amount of time from being 12 years old in track running short distances to Now running the longer distances, it was a super gradual build up in mileage. And I think that really helped me because I know that runners will get really excited and want to go straight from a half marathon to a full marathon and maybe even an ultra or a 50k or something. And that's great to have that like energy and spirit and excitement. But you also have to kind of listen to your body and take it slow.
0: That's like something that I've been doing is, you know, I do want to run a hundred mile or some point before the end of the year. And I'm thinking, you know, I want to make sure I do this run. It's not going to injure me, but I've never run that far. And I know each time that I've kind of reached my max, each time I've reached a, you know, that personal record, I feel it. Like my body doesn't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. I'm like, okay, is this normal to feel this way or, or should I stop? And that's, that's kind of that fine line. I know some people struggle with, like am i hurting because i'm just running a long time and i can keep going or am i hurting because i'm actually injuring myself
1: for sure and it is sometimes hard to tell with that gray area like yesterday i went on a 20 miler and around 16 my feet were getting really tired just like the arches of my feet and there's a difference between you know like oh my gosh my knee really hurts like it's pulling on this muscle, like I think I'm getting injured versus just like feeling fatigue. And I've definitely experienced, you know, like joints aching or like I used to kind of wake up in the middle of the night after increasing my mileage and not being used to it. And I think that's normal. It's just your body's response to kind of being surprised. And you do have to go through those stages of um, like learning and teaching your body to Able to go that far, so there's like a kind of a gray area where it's like doing too much versus doing enough and letting yourself recover.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's hard to tell someone that gray area. Like I, it's because I, for me, my thoughts it's it's different. Like everyone's gray area is going to be different. Everyone's pain threshold is different. I know I've most of my life I would just kind of take it easy and not try to push that. The last couple of years, I'm like, no, I'm going to push it. I'm going to see just to see. Yeah. You know, and I ended up tearing my hamstring the end of November because I was doing a lot. And and then I was doing sprinting and, you know, heavyweight. So I was doing a lot and I was, I really was pushing limits and then I found it. And then now I know, but for the next few months, I was dealing with it. You know, I'm on a run, my hamstring starts tightening up and I have to stop because I'm like, no, if I keep going, I will re-injure this. So then I'd have to stop and walk a little bit, wait a few minutes, then I could keep running. But it's like hard to, To really translate that to anyone else you know what that feels like unless they've done it and hopefully they don't have to go through an injury but you know i always i I work to help people in their own journey of running
1: yeah yeah i love your page by the way i know i'm not supposed to be the one asking questions but like your runs are so aesthetic and after i watch just like one video i'm just like oh my gosh i want to run even if i already ran that day i'm like i got to get out there
0: (laughs) well i'm glad it has that effect because that's that's kind of what i go for it's like i just you know it's it's real but at the same time it's also like a production it's like i just it's artwork in some way it's like i just want to share those feelings even though i can't fully share it but i just want to give glimpses of what it's like because i'm the same way like if i watch mine or even I, if i watch some of yours, it's like i need to go and run even if it's like yeah. 10 o'clock at night and i've already run i'm like i feel good i could go run right now sure i'm gonna yeah. go um, sometimes sure. i do it's
1: like, yeah. yeah a little bit of runner's high packed in a short video <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah, feel free to ask any questions. It's like, I mean, I, I, I love hearing about you and, and kind of seeing what motivates you. But, you know, it's just it's there's people listening and they're on their own journeys, too. And, you know, they don't always know what to expect um, getting into running. I know I have a lot of listeners and viewers that are some of them are have been running for years. So, you know, it's, it's kind of easier to understand some of these things. But then there are those who literally have not ever run in their life. And it's a whole different world, especially if you're dealing with, you know, if you are overweight, things like that, you know, those things play factors. And it's like, um, like you were saying earlier, you can get that motivation. Like, oh, I did this. Now I want to go achieve something even greater. And and that's good. That motivation is good. But it's like, we have to analytically think it out a little and make sure that, you know, you don't injure yourself because when you injure yourself, it can really set you back. And a lot of times when you're set back, it's hard to push through that then you're like you'll just drop it all together because it's like well i'm hurt i can't run now
1: yeah it's discouraging
0: yeah and it's like i it's cool to see someone who's never run and then they get into running and then like to see that just transform a person like literally transform a person that's what's so cool i've had lots of friends you know my one of my brothers recently he's been on a big weight loss he lost i don't know something like 130 140 pounds over the last couple years yeah, And he's starting to get in running. He just finished his first marathon last week and he is a different person. And it's so cool to see that running is one of the core things that helped that. Right. It's like something so simple, something that every human can pretty much do. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's cool to see. It's cool to be a part of the movement and, you know, going forward with that.
1: Um, yeah. I love seeing that like kind of switch flip on people. Like they, they might not enjoy running or they're kind of skeptical and then they give it a go and you can kind of see them fall in love with like the training and then the risk and the accomplishment that comes out of it is it's like, and it's contagious then because you inspired them and then their energy is contagious and it's a chain reaction.
0: Yeah. And it's awesome. I know it's, and it's hard to, you know, when you've never run and you look at running a distance, you've never run that distance, whether it's just four miles. And it's like, that's a lot when you've never run. Um, Mm -hmm. But like you're saying now, you know, once you're in it, that that's considered kind of an easy run. You know, it doesn't really take that long. It's more of just spending the time. And when I think of that, it's like, I think of myself when I was younger, you know, I didn't run distance. I was a sprinter. I did uh, pole vaulting is what I did in track. So I ran for 10 or 12 steps. And then yeah. uh, beyond that, it was like football. So I, I sprinted and everything was about sprinting. If it was long yeah. distance, I, I just did awful. It was so hard, but I had one, one of my best friends. He was, he loved running, you know, mm-hmm. so I would go on runs with him and it would be hard. And then, you know, over the, over years, I slowly got better and better. And then it came to a point where, you know, I, I wouldn't train at all. And then I can go run a half marathon just because every now and then I would run but that yeah. half marathon would be really hard right now it's a different level. So it's like, okay, well now I can, you know, look at things differently and it's just a whole different world of experience once I've done it a while. But I know there's so many people who are at that stage that I was at where four miles is a long ways. It's awesome. like, what do I do to get to do this and enjoy it? Because I see it's having positive results in people's lives. I see it's making them feel better. I see the enjoyment. But I'm not getting that. So why what's what's the, where's the disconnect? That's, that's the question. I know a lot of people do have
1: for sure. Yeah, it's like a, a big part of it is training your mind because I actually had that barrier too. I was running, you know, two to three miles around my neighborhood. And when I would get home, my parents would be like, how far did you go? And they would be really proud of me. And then I, I was thinking, you know, I'm running all this mileage, like, why don't I train with the cross country team in the summer? So I did that when I was going into my junior year, and I instantly fell in love with it. Even though I remember going to my first practice and asking my friend, "Like, we're doing four miles. Like, you want me to run four miles, two out and two back?" And I thought that was crazy. And she's told me that story now. She thinks it's hilarious because now I'll do twenty six. Um, but it, it just—it's so—it's so crazy that like you can put your mind to something and then do it, and like go a little bit for, I mean, obviously like go on shorter runs and the longer runs, but over the long haul, you, you can push those boundaries and teach yourself that you really can accomplish it. Yeah.
0: The coolest thing I think about that is it's, it's a metaphor for everything in life. Like we're talking about running, but we're not talking about just running with, with this formula. It's like, that's anything like whether people just want to do a, you know, start a business or whatever they're looking at it's, that's the steps, you know, it, it looks daunting at first. And when you actually start going down the path, it's still going to be hard, but if you keep going down it, you're going to get it. And that's the mm-hmm. beauty of, of this metaphor. It's like doing something like this. It helps us learn the process to do anything. If we apply it, you know, if we do it, if we put in the runs, put in the time.
1: For sure. There are so many connections between running and life that I've found. It's not just about the sport. It, It connects on so many levels.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like I know for me, the there's the physical aspect obviously of running. You know, it helps you be physically in shape. But it's like mentally, it's it's helps me become just rock solid. You know, if anything's going on, I go on a run. It I change every time, every single time. There's not like a time that I. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm like perfect mindset afterwards. But no, every single time I go on a run and I spend a little time, my mind is switched and it's always yeah. better and it's, mm-hmm. it's cool i mean it's like i just want people to know that it's like come on just try oh, this even though if, if you're starting out it may just be miserable you may be out of breath but that's where the yeah you know, doing it often helps
1: yes that's exactly how i feel about it too i i know a lot of people get into running because maybe they're trying to lose weight or there's like a physical goal that they want but for me i actually just love running like i fell in love with it and the journey and what it does for my mental and emotional health and sanity is just it's wonders you know so i want i like you just said like i want to share it with people and i want to show them which is why we both have this platform because we just we we honestly want them to know how great it is
0: yeah and it's cool to be able to share that cool to be able to be a part of that and you know i Mm -hmm. i can see that you know you have been helping you just from some of the comments people make like like they're getting into it and just building that community so I mean, how long you said January is when you kind of started that. So that's yeah. five months almost. I mean, we're just getting into five months. Um, that, that says a lot. Like if you can do that in that short of a time, you know, imagine going from never running and putting in five months, you're going to have some improvement, but you know, it's if you put in a couple more years, the improvement's going to just skyrocket. Like your, your ability to reach people is going to just keep growing and keep growing if you want it to, you know, if you keep yeah. doing it and it, I mean, it seems like you do. I don't know like, what your long-term views well, on that are.
1: Yeah, no, that's the goal for sure. It's really exciting to kind of have, I mean, I, I only have 10K followers, but like that's bigger than what I started with. And just to know that there are people out there that are enjoying the content and feeling inspired and motivated is more than I could ask for. I remember one of my first TikToks was like, if this video makes one person run today, like mission accomplished. And now I've seen comments from people saying that they're going to dig out their shoes from their garage and start running again after five years. And I just that like makes me so emotional because I can't believe like I had that effect on someone's life. Like it, it really can be life changing. So,
0: yeah. And it's like when you really think about what that could mean, like someone actually changing and, and making that a part of their life, like, oh, that can actually have really big lasting effects on them and everyone they're in contact with. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, for sure and that's that's something for me it motivates me to keep doing this kind of stuff because it's like you know it's it's not always easy it's it's really not it's not always easy to to make content for others and to you know to always you know keep that main or maintain that state of mind because life happens you know things you know are stressful in life so it's it's hard to just keep returning back to that keep returning back to that mindset and doing it to help others so I mean, how do you deal with that? Or do you have to deal with that?
1: Yeah, no, I think that's that's a great question. Like someone actually commented the other day and was like, I can't picture you ever being in a bad mood, you know? And I was like, I commented back, I was like, I usually am in a good mood, but you know, like life happens. Like, you know, I have my good days and bad days and running is kind of what what brings me back to like my my steady, like my balance, you know, like it's kind of like my safe haven or my escape. So I think um, I'm a very creative person. Like I went to college for fine art and I do like commissioned work now. So TikTok and creating these videos is like a creative outlet for me as well. So going for my runs and doing something that makes me happy and then like coming home and like compiling the footage and like creating it into this like artwork, like you said earlier, is, is a really fun combination for me. And it's I, I never thought I wanted a TikTok, but then when I like kind of clicked, I was like, I can just make it about running. Um, that's that's when I really started enjoying it. And I think, you know, everybody gets in those little ruts. Like there are days where I'm like, I don't think I want to run today. But every, every time I do, afterward, I'm so happy I did or during, I'm so happy I did. So it kind of comes full circle all the time.
0: I, I get that too. It's like, you know, it, life happens and, and you're not always in their best mindset. But I know a tool that can help and it just, you have to kind of get over that initial hurdle. Okay, I got to go get my shoes, got to get dressed, I got to go out and I got to just start running. Yeah. And, you know, almost every run, the first little bit of the run is usually the hardest because my body's liking sitting still. It's liking that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but once you get past that initial phase, it's like, oh, mind switch, uh, my brain's really feeling healthy right now, I'm um, got a lot of blood flow going, and that's always good for your brain. So it's like, okay, this is a good thing. And, I, and it's like, I like seeing that you're experiencing that and you're helping others experience that. Yeah, that's Something that I was thinking about, I guess I, I messaged you about it. Have there any been any just kind of big struggles in your life that, you know, that can, that you can use running as an avenue to kind of combat that
1: Yeah, so like I said, I haven't really struggled with any major injuries, but something that has been a struggle for me, which I know people struggle with way worse things than this, but like for me, just in my life, I've struggled with acne since I was literally 12. So it's been over a decade and running has been my escape. And it's also like shown me that I'm more than what's on the surface. It's given me something to make me a more dynamic person. And I feel like the more love you have for life and the more things you're doing and putting your energy into things outside yourself can lessen the strength your struggles have to like take over you, if that makes sense. So like, obviously I would love for like that issue to go away. And I've done so many things in my control that I can, but at the same time, like running has been something where i can kind of forget about it for a bit and be more than just my skin or whatever your struggle is you can be more than that and not let it define you
0: yeah i mean you wouldn't even know that you struggle with that looking so it's like it's and but it's true though i mean those mental games happen in us though like Mm -hmm. something that we could be struggling with on ourselves. you know we think everyone else sees it and they may or may not but it's like when we find these things that we can do to empower ourselves like we need to grab them and and just keep going with them. And Absolutely. For you, it sounds yeah. like that's running.
1: Just like as a faithful person, I feel like it's kind of been my calling to have that struggle, but like do something with it, like do something bigger. So not only like have I like taken up running and like really enjoyed it because it made me a more dynamic person, but also I'm in cosmetology school because doing makeup and hair and making people feel better about themselves because I struggled with something in my appearance I can make people feel better about themselves now or, you know, just kind of pay it forward. Well, and that's,
0: that's extremely important. You know, I have, I have a younger sister, but besides that, I mostly was around my brothers and I had a younger sister. And then I have my oldest brother has five daughters. So I have a lot of nieces and we're all kind of close in age. So it's like the more older I get, I see the weight that is carried by individuals, like on that self-worth basis, like when you are feeling down on yourself, it doesn't matter what anyone else is thinking. It really doesn't. Um, but because if you think that they're thinking that you're whatever negative thing you think they are, then yeah, you're gonna be down. And it's like anything mm-hmm. you can do to help combat that, I mean it it makes a big difference. and it's like it it's it builds momentum is the biggest thing that I see with running, physical fitness, you know, anything like that mental health we build momentum. And the danger is when we stop, like, Mm -hmm. and that's something that I I work to help people who are in that position of being stopped when you're not doing anything, you're you're not taking care of yourself like you could, or whether it's your house, you're kind of letting things slack off or your physical health. And when we get in those positions where we're just kind of remaining dormant, that's when that real big mental struggle comes in. And yeah, like the the power to be able to get yourself out of that is a lot more than when you're just slowly putting in the momentum. Uh, So like, what struggles do you see with that?
1: Well, I actually have a close friend right now. She was struggling with an injury and she actually had to go through a surgery and everything. And I think it's important if you have someone in your life that you know is going through that to be there for them and to help give them, you know, a positive outlook on like, what they're going to be able to do again, because it can feel really hopeless. Um, and sometimes you don't even know somebody's in that rut. So just treating people with kindness all the time, because you don't know what they're going through. I think um, it's easy to mask that and just to to always be a role model in what you love doing and then just be kind to people because you really don't know what they're struggling with.
0: Yeah. And you don't, I mean, because people are so good at masking it that you don't, and they don't, it's like, they don't want you to know because they don't want to burden you or they're just embarrassed, all different reasons. But being that voice, being that, that little extra help, you know, it really does go a long way. And, you know, the downside for some people is you don't see that it goes a long way. You don't really see the impact that you have. Um, but if you do it, it will have impact. That's one of those those gray areas of life where it's like, well, you know, should I go out of my way to kind of help this person or should I say something and, and just, just do it. I mean, just be that person, be that character in other Mm -hmm. people's lives because everyone needs that at some point, everyone does. Uh, And even if you're not really needing it, when you get it, it's not like you're, you're upset that someone is building you up.
1: Right.
0: 100%. Yeah. I do have another question. So outside of running, outside of that let's take that off the table for a second what is something that you do to feel empowered in life outside of running
1: um well i really enjoy the outdoors so i rollerblade too i i love skiing hiking just being out in nature um i'm scuba certified so is the rest of my family yeah and my I have three siblings, so, and we're all three years apart. I'm the third child, so we're 29, 26, 23, and 20 right now. So they're my built-in best friends. Um, I'm super close with my parents. So really, like, any time I have to be with them, I do. And I have, you know, some running friends, but also friends that I do other things with. I mentioned earlier that I'm an artist, so that working on portraits of people and I I do um, commissions like pet portraits. People will send me a picture of their their pet and I'll paint that for them. And I feel like that definitely empowers me a lot. I've done mural paintings and, in college. And I feel like creating a more vibrant space for people is super empowering too. So I love like using the, my artistic ability to make people happy. Like it's something that I can I can give outside of myself. And yeah. <laughs>
0: So it's like definitely that creative outlet is something that helps you. Well, and and slash, I mean, you hiking and you know, that kind of stuff. It's all kind of physical movement related slash creativity. It sounds like, and, and it's, I mean, if you think about it, that's what most people, when you find those outlets, you know, some way to be physically active, some way to be creative. It's like, they, it really Mm -hmm. does help. I mean, I know like both of those things for me, it's like huge, you know, you know, being active, anything. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I'm not just sitting down, though, I feel better. You know, if I'm actually doing something, going somewhere, you know, interacting with people, creating something for people. I love just, you know, creating things. You know, one of my biggest outlets that uh-huh. really started to change my mindset in life recently, over the last couple of years, was writing. And I just started writing things,
1: and, um, yeah. and then
0: just writing, 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 writing. And then that's where running came into play because. I started running and then I realized they work hand in hand. Like the more I run, the more mindset, you know, or the more my mindset changes, the more calm I am, the more inspiration I get. So it's like everything started going hand in hand. And it's like that momentum just keeps building and building. And I feel better despite any struggles going on. It's like, I just feel better.
1: Yeah, that is so true. And I think just running in general, like creates more of that artistic energy so like you said like getting out and going for your runs actually helps you write when you get home and burning that energy actually can give you more energy for life
0: yeah that's one of the things like the burning energy gives you more energy some people mm-hmm. don't get that it's like
1: yeah.
0: wait i don't have the energy to run it's like okay go run then then your body will yeah. realize you need more energy and it'll make more yeah um, but if you're sitting down it's not gonna really want to make more energy because you don't need it right then
1: So I true. Know, like,
0: it's a hard hurdle for some people
1: <laughs> yeah something with like the endorphins it releases in your body it's it's addicting
0: <laughs> yeah it's cool though i mean it's, so i know i think you mentioned it or did i don't know if you did did you have a race planned yet that you're gonna do or just kind of the distance you're you're planning on um, right now
1: so the muddy mini in oh yeah yeah so that's a half marathon i'm not sure what the terrain will be if that'll be like a if I'm going to be trying a personal record or anything, but I'm kind of just excited to have a race on the horizon and I like to keep kind of a goal in front of me uh, when I don't have a race, I sometimes it, it is nice to go in um, spurts of like having something I'm working toward and then like more relaxed running so. But yeah, that's my next thing on the horizon. So I'm excited to train toward that and, and kind of drop down the distance a little bit.
0: Yeah, something not much time consuming anyway. Yes. So that's what I notice is the longer the distance, it really is a big time commitment and the preparation. Like you, you got to spend a lot of time running. Um, it sure is. That's not always easy. I mean, for everyone's schedule, it's, it's difficult. I know for mine it is. I've got yeah. three kids and I've got family to you know you just gotta you gotta keep things moving so it's like I gotta yes. squeeze in time sometimes it's late at night sometimes it's early in the morning um, yeah sometimes I'm lucky and it's during the day and that's what I like but don't always mm-hmm. get that yeah so yeah. your your thoughts on running on a platform is it's kind of outward but it's also inward like you're looking at yourself but it sounds like you're the type of person who really cares about others you really you know work to to be a, a character to help others is that something that you feel changing throughout life or do you think it will always follow the path around running
1: um i think running will always be a way that i can channel like inspiring and motivating people just because like we said it it connects to so many things in life um it's kind of like the core for me where i can When I think about discipline, I feel like my training's taught me so much about that, and then it trickles into just the way that I live my daily life. So I think running will always be kind of what I bring back my mindset to and how I try and inspire and motivate people is, like, I can do it and so can you. Like, my biggest thing is I'm not the best runner. I'm not the fastest runner. I'm not any of those things. I honestly just love running. I just love the way it makes me feel and I want other people to be able to feed off that energy and enjoy it as well. And I know like, oh, like eight minute pace is fast, but like the people who are winning Boston are, you know, running an hour faster than me or an hour and a half faster than me. So really, I'm just a regular girl from Ohio that just wants to spread, you know, the enjoyment of the sport and yeah, get other people on the bandwagon. (laughs)
0: Well, and that's a good realization. You know, I, that's a realization I've had. It's like I'm nowhere near the fastest person. It's like there are hundreds of other people that could smoke me, and Absolutely. and I'm nowhere near the best at a lot of things. And it's it's hard sometimes in life when you can look at the best, you can go find videos of the best, and you can see all these other examples, and I'm like, oh, that's a lot to look up to, a lot to live up to. And who am I? I'm just some nobody. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't matter though. It 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 is a self a self sport in in most ways. So it's like when you want to do it just do it and then you find the self benefit, you find the empowerment and you know I somehow I've gained a bunch of followers. It's not because I'm the fastest runner, it's not because I'm the best runner or the most knowledgeable or or any of those things. It's just because I have a passion that I want to do something like this and I'm yeah. just doing it over and over again and I'm not stopping.
1: Yeah, and no one else is you. Like I know it's super cliché, but like that that really is your superpower is that there's no one else like they're like you. So if you create content that really is from your heart and what you're experiencing, like people are going to feed off that energy.
0: Yeah, and and that's that's what we should all strive for is just bringing out us. And mm-hmm. it's hard when you don't know who you are. I know like when I was younger, I didn't know what I wanted to bring out. So I can't can't dive in 100% because I don't know what I'm diving into. But that's life, you got to just dive into things and realize, oh, I don't really want to stay this way. So then I'll go this way. And then I'll go down this track. You know, I did that for a while. I I played football at my first year of college, and I realized I didn't like it. So I joined the army, I realized that was cool for a while, but I realized I didn't like that. So it's like, okay, I'm just, you don't know things sometimes until you really feel it out until you really go down these tracks and, and figure out, you know, it's good. I find benefit in it, but it's not what I want to do. So just keep searching. But the big thing I've found for me is my intensity level. You know, I may not know if this is what I'm gonna do long-term, but I know the type of intensity I want to be at. I know the type of, you know, level I want to be at. So I'm just going to bring that level wherever I go. And I know if I do that, I should be okay.
1: Right. No, that makes a lot of sense.
0: And, uh, I know like for when I think about running, it's like, it's a challenging sport because I like to be really intense. I like to go fast and it's one of those things you can't just rush through it. No matter how fast I sprint, a marathon will not happen in two minutes. It's like, I cannot go fast enough. So it's like a good reminder that in life, things take time in life. You gotta just do it over time. It's, it's, it's the steady progress over this long period of time that's where the real magic happens. That's where, you know, marathons are run and that's where the life is run.
1: Yeah. Marathon and life are a really good comparison. That's another one of my favorite quotes. You can't sprint a marathon. Um, You can run it, you can't sprint it. And it, it takes so much mental focus and just like mind, body awareness and being courageous and positive throughout that entire race to really endure that distance for that amount of time, you know. Not saying that a 100-meter sprint is any easier, but your your mind isn't having to stay tuned for that that amount of time, so it really does relate back to life really well.
0: Yeah, I think about business owners a lot of time, you know, I have a lot of people who are starting businesses that follow my stuff and and yeah. starting a business is one of those great examples of a marathon because That first year, I mean, you may be doing business, but it's not a business really. I mean, the first five years, that's when it's like it slowly takes time to build it. I mean, whether it is, you know, it's artwork or, you know, things like that. It's like all those are businesses. All these are marathons in their own aspect. And we've got to do Mm -hmm. the same formula, just put in the time, you know, put in that prep work, you know, gaining Mm -hmm. more knowledge, gaining, reaching out and finding out what we got to do to make ourselves better. And it's like that same pattern that you followed to become you know, the, the runner that you are, you know, that's mm-hmm. the, that's the formula right there for success and these long-term things. And most things in life are long-term and that's the formula mm-hmm. we should follow.
1: Yep. It definitely doesn't happen overnight. And it's a roller coaster too. I have to remind like distance runners that are people that are trying to get into distance running. They think that every day they have to go further and, I explained that your training should look like a roller coaster you're going to have further days and shorter days and then you're going to have faster runs and slower runs and all of that combined is going to create a positive slope over time. But if you're looking at it, you know really zoomed in at just the week it looks like you're kind of having good days and bad days when really over the course of weeks and years you're getting better and improving yourself.
0: That's a good reminder to keep that bigger perspective because it, it does, it's just like up and downs when you're looking all close and you're focused on the moment. It's like, yeah. you know, it's, those are the times like we got to just calm down take a step back and look overall, look like like that big slope over time you were talking about. Yeah, it's, that's what it should be. Um, but that's life, you know, that's, it's an endless process of learning and growing. But if we stop, if we get stagnant, if we, we aren't doing those things, It'll become okay. harder to do it because we are sitting still, our mind, you know, starts suffering. And that's where it's like, we just gotta do something. You gotta, you gotta keep doing. And that, I mean, that's a struggle in life because it's easy nowadays more than ever to sit and just consume information mm-hmm. because there's so much of it out there. You could sit and consume information all day and never see a, a repeat of, of something. And that's, yeah. it's, it's kind of a, it makes what we're doing more important. Because the mm-hmm. world is changing really fast, like fifty years ago, you know they didn't have anything like we have today as far as technology. It's like it's a different world, and then we got to think the next 20 years, 50 years, it could do the same thing. So it's like, yeah, what are we doing to help the humans? What are we doing to help our minds and all that? Because there's going to be more effects than there are now. It's going to get harder on minds than it is now. so how do we strengthen ourselves?
1: right yeah that's and that's what your channel is all about
0: yeah i i mean i i I do my best but it's like who knows like how it's going to turn out i you know a lot of the times i put something out and i'm like i don't know if that even means makes any sense or what and i'm just like whatever go on to the next one
1: it is interesting to see like what catches people's attention and like the the analytics of everything because, you know, you'll post something that's like, oh, this is gonna be it. Like, this is really gonna, this is gonna grab the audience and sometimes it doesn't. So it's not, it's not personal because it could be your best, your best post, you know, but it just didn't, the timing or something. Yeah. I always find that interesting too.
0: Yeah, I I found, I can't worry too much. Like if, if I just put something out and it doesn't go anywhere, it's like, okay, it's, it, it part of it is the timing, you know, When it's shown to the right people and if it's shown to 20 of the right people right up front, it's probably going to do better. But if it's shown to 20 people who don't care at all, then, you know, it might not do as good. But the thing I like about it is I see stuff that I posted five months ago. It'll hit someone like today and then it'll make a big impact on them today. So I'm like, okay, I can rest easy because it's going to find the people who need it at the time they need it. You know, it does make it, make it easier. And, and then I also think, okay, if this one wasn't good. That's okay. I'm going to make another one tomorrow. So, I mean, the,
1: right. that's my
0: thought. It's like, I don't have to worry about the past because I have a future.
1: Yep. You keep moving forward. That's something that running also taught me is just like, if you keep, e- even if you're walking, even if you're crawling, if you're moving forward in the right direction, you're getting closer to that end goal. You're getting closer to the end of that run, that finish line, whatever it is, but just keep plugging in, putting in the work and Just don't be stagnant and you'll be good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that stagnant's bad. I mean, it's okay to think every now and then. It's okay to look and, you know, be observant, but that stagnant behavior can, can be negative. It can be hard. You know, I've had stuff where it's hard and it's like stuff where it's just like, man, life can be really hard. And I know my struggles are, you know, nothing compared to some struggles that other people have. So it's like, there's all these different layers but the cool thing is, you know, I've seen it talking to you and talking to others, like the formula to, to help us mm-hmm. is almost the same. It's like finding these avenues where we can be physically active.
1: Yeah. Um, we can
0: be creative. We can, you know, just create, you know, we have these abilities to do that. I don't care if someone thinks they don't, they really do. You know, they, yeah. they may have to just mold it more. You know, you've obviously put in a lot of time for what you have now. And it's, it, it's it wouldn't be fair to think that someone who's never done something can jump into it and just reach the same level. It's like, no, it, there is a process. There is a, you know, mm-hmm. some work you have to put in, but you can do it. That's the cool thing. It's like, yeah, we can do it. Do you have any other questions or just kind of thoughts for listeners before we kind of close it down? You know, and mean, think about who's hearing, we don't know who's listening, but they are listening. And what's something that, that you would like to leave? Oh, gosh, you're on the spot.
1: No, you're good. Um, I guess one thing that we didn't really talk about is like this year for Boston, it was the 50th year anniversary that women have been able to run the marathon distance. And I found that like super inspiring, just like to be in the 50th running that women were allowed to race the Boston Marathon. And I think it just shows so much improvement in our society and just like faith in humankind because women were not allowed to run it because people thought that like our ovaries were going to fall out. Like they didn't think we were capable. And then how are we supposed to show that we could do it if we weren't even allowed to run it? Right. So, yeah, just like kind of if something's standing in your way, like don't be afraid to like try and conquer it. Or like, even if you don't get it the first time, like don't be afraid to try again. Like Katherine Switzer, for example, like she literally put her name in for the Boston Marathon as Kay Switzer so that people thought she was a man. And she basically ran it illegally to prove that women could do it. So sometimes you have to do things that are not uh, quite like in the cards, they don't seem right, but And if like running for you, like if you personally, I have asthma and like, I didn't think I could do it. There were a lot of people out there that were like, are you sure you want to do that? But like, I, I was safe about it. And I proved myself that I can, you know, so just kind of pushing down those disbelieves and, and hurdles that are in front of you and conquering it is huge.
0: Yeah, I remember, I think you had a comment at one point saying something about asthma. Um, I've had some questions about that too. When I was younger, I had Seasonal asthma. It was just mild, you know. My dad had asthma, so it's like it wasn't serious, but it's something that I hear a lot. And you know, I've never struggled with it for the most part as I've gotten older. And I think it's because I didn't just let it, you know. I didn't let it overcome me, you know. I I just, like you were saying, you know, I I I played it smart. You know, I I pay attention to my lung health and what it's doing and that kind of thing. But it's like you could still run with asthma. I mean, that's that's Mm -hmm. something you've shown right there. You just ran a Boston marathon with three hours, 39 minutes. That what you said. I mean, that's, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's very, okay. Obviously if you have asthma, you can run because you just did that. Um, so it's like, I, I know for people who do, you know, struggle with that and it's, it's nice to see others that have it and they, they're able to work around that and still accomplish great things. Go ahead. Backing up a bit about the, the woman, you know, only being able to run 50, or the last 50 years being able to run the Boston Marathon. I didn't know about that. Um, so, yeah. But that makes another point that I was kind of curious about, your perspective on this. You know, the women's time, isn't it three and a half hours to qualify? Is that what it is?
1: For Yes. For a woman, 18 to 34, I think. It's three hours and 30 minutes. And then it kind of goes up by five-minute intervals.
0: Okay. So as you get older, it'll go up?
1: Yeah, like a little bit slower. So then 335, 340.
0: Okay. Yeah, and that I mean all of it's fast. I mean three forty's fast. I mean three thirties fast. It's all fast. And then and then the males, it's it's shorter. So like Yeah. Do you see that as I know just reality of this world today, there's all this talk about, you know, you know, women's rights, you know, is it different? Should it be equal. You know, like why do you think it is a different time to qualify? Yeah.
1: That's a great question obviously, we're all equal, but like, we're built different. And like, I'm not gonna deny that. Um, Research studies show like men's lungs are larger, they can take in a a bigger um, oxygen capacity and everything and their hearts are larger. Our bodies are clearly built different women carry babies. And, you know, we have extra fat on our bodies. That's just the way we're built. So I don't, I don't fight that at all. I totally agree with it. But we're at the end of the day, we're all capable of doing it. It's just a different, it's a little bit different in the, in our performance.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're clearly capable. You'd smoke me if we ran a marathon together. So it's like, I mean, (laughs) it's, but it's, it's something that's interesting to think about though, too. I know when I joined the military, I noticed like the, the physical requirements were different for men and women. Like men had to do more pushups because they're physically, you know, more commonly, you know, physically more fit for that. But women had to do yeah. more sit-ups because they're physically a little bit, you know, they're, the hips tend to be a little wider, just a little bit lower yeah. gravity. So it's like, you, you, we see these things and, you know, there is yeah. there is a difference. Like, there's just clear biological differences. And you know, that's why we do this. But like you're pointing out, it's like, you can still do it. I mean, you, yeah, you, I, I can't come close to that time right now. It's like, you're still doing it. You still put the time and you still are like, you know, you're you've shown like, You can still do these things, and we can all stretch ourselves beyond what maybe people think we can't do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, but I think it's, I I like hearing your perspective on that. You know, we're, you know, realizing, you know, there are differences, but at the same time, you can still stretch yourself and push yourself. And
1: for sure. Yeah. And half of it's a mental game, too. Just trusting that you have the capabilities and then telling yourself you're capable and then going out and trying to do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, in some ways, the mental game is, is the biggest i mean Mm -hmm. because even if you're you're physically really struggling if you're strong enough you can push through a lot and we've had we've had ancestors have it so rough compared to the life that we live in 2022 it's it's a lot different
1: yeah
0: Um, really cushioned life that's one of my
1: favorite pictures you have it pinned right at the top i love that one
0: which one is it
1: um just about our ancestors like if they saw us now and they'd be like why are you sitting on your bum like they were constantly yeah. moving to get their next meal to build their house like everything to supply for their families and we have it so easy it's easy to just kind of let time pass you by and not be up and moving but like that's what our our bodies are built for and it's if you're struggling with something mentally a big part of it could be that you need to move
0: yeah And it's like, for me, a sad thing is having potential, but not using it. It's really Mm -hmm. sad. Um, Sad if it's on a personal level, sad if you see someone else doing it. It's just a sad thing when you have great potential and you're not using it. And then when you take it further, it's like everyone has great potential, like really. And most people never get close to to reaching it all. Um, So it's like, you know, that video, funny thing about it, that was like that. The reason why I keep it, I probably will always keep it pinned. That yeah. was one of the first things that made me think, I'm going to do a TikTok. I'm going to just keep doing it because I, yeah. I was having dreams of that saying over and over head, again in my head and over and over again. I'm just like, and it, and it was for weeks. Fine. was just like, I'm just going to make a video about this. And yeah. I did it. And then, I don't know, it, it just, it struck me. And I listen to that very one sometimes too, because, you know, it's like, yeah, like this is we're human. Like we're, we are a miraculous being. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: yet, what are we doing with it? It's like, yeah, Yeah. there's the few that are really pushing and showing what, what humans can really do. But more often than not, a lot of us, you know, in life, we sit back and, you know, I've had a time in my life where I wasn't really doing anything with it physically. Mm -hmm. And then I had a time where I was younger and I was, I was doing a lot. I was like, You know, I was an athlete. Like that was my focus. Most of the time I was like, centered around that becoming the best. And then what I did was what so many people do is, you know, after school, after all the the structure that's surrounding athleticism, after all that goes away, you're on your own. And then you kind of just taper off. And that's what most people do. They taper off and then that's the end. And that's sad. It's like, no. And then like, I had to go through that. And it's like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. It's like, no, like I'm I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I'm going to be an athlete again because I know I can. Yeah. I still have the potential. I don't care that I'm getting older. It doesn't matter. Like, no, this is happening. And I don't care if I'm tired because I was, you know, when I first made that decision, like I was, I was working a lot. I mean, about 15 hours yeah. a day was just work. Plus I was traveling, you know, to get there, you know, so it was like, it was a lot of time and I'm like, I'm going running after all this. And, yeah. I, and I was, but it's like, because I had to, because I, I realized the decline and I do not like that right. feeling that that didn't feel good. Um,
1: yeah. And that, and that's crazy that you still made time for that. Like, it's important, like you have your day job and like, that's your work, but like at the end of the day or beginning of the day, working on yourself is equally as important because I always say like you can't pour from an empty glass. Like you need to be you need to be your own person at the same time and work on yourself so that you can pour into others.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because if you're not if you're not in the right mindset, what you're giving others is the leftovers of a broken mindset. It's like and whether it's your family, whether it's, you know, children, just people you work with, I mean, the people that depend on you. If your mind, if you're not spending the time on you, they're getting lesson that you could be giving them and i mean i'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's all about just giving to people but you know it is you know at the same time you know we're not alone you know we we need to be sharing you know and and giving out and yes Mm -hmm. you will receive in that process but it's you know the the mental self-work is so important it's so worth it doesn't matter if you have to give up sleep even which you know kind of you know sleep is important obviously but sometimes something else trumped sleep. Like for me, I was like, I'm going to run, I'm going to go work out. I don't care if I'm now sleeping five hours a night. It's like, this is so important to me because I don't want to live without this. And then over time, I was able to shift that. And over time I switched jobs, like, and I realized I just kind of realigned all my priorities.
1: And in that process
0: of realigning, now I'm in the path I'm in now, which is mentally night and day difference night and day it's like because when I was younger I had more of that I was focused on these type of things I grew up that way just you know active moving you know putting out you know like doing stuff for others like that's how I lived and then I just fell victim to life which is what most people do and and, but then I decided no I'm done done with that 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 was fun I went down that track I realized I didn't like it so I'm I'm gonna do something different and then in that process I realized hey if I'm doing something different for myself, I might as well help other people on their way, so then mm-hmm. I started making content,
1: yeah, and I think that's really awesome that that happened in your journey, like at the time, it probably seemed like you were in that rut that you couldn't get out of, but in a way, it probably all happened so that it brought you back even stronger, and like you had your priorities straight and realized what makes you you and yeah, become a better version of yourself,
0: yeah, it's like there's there's beauty in hard times. Like there really is like in those times, you could find pieces of you that you couldn't find unless you were in those states. So I know like, you know, initially I, I focused a lot more of just mental, but obviously I was running. So, I mean, it was kind of hand in hand and I still think it goes hand in hand, but I focus a lot of my content around the mental health aspect and yeah. you know, it's, it's so important because if that's suffering, everything else is going to suffer. Um, but when Mm -hmm. you focus on that and when you, you build that part of yourself, then everything else is going to be so much better. And and not only for you, but for everyone around you, like for me, you know, I I was thinking I have kids, I got three boys and if I'm not in my peak level, that's what they're getting. And I don't, it's like, I got a responsibility now. It's like, I can't just, you know, just, you know, skate by in life. I know lots of people do. And, you know, the children will suffer for that. So it's like, no, I want to make sure I'm someone they can look up to. And it's cool. Like my, my six-year-old, he'll go on a run with me,
1: oh, which is cool. Is I mean, so my cool.
0: younger ones do too. They're just a little slower. So we take more walk <laughs> breaks, but
1: yeah, and it turns
0: into me carrying wow. them. But
1: Very... yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the dream to be that mom with the stroller someday on my run still.
0: <laughs> yeah, it gets a little different. It changes yeah. it up a little bit, but you you know you get something to push you know a little extra weight. But.
1: yeah. Very cool. I was just gonna say, um, you kind of like talked about the hard the hard parts of life actually like being good for you and teaching you more than if you if it would have been easy, just skate by, you know. And I, I think a lot of people, you know, were scared to do Heartbreak Hill in the Boston Marathon and like the Newton Hills because those are around mile sixteen and twenty. But, like, for me personally, that's, like, the best part of the race. Like, no, I didn't really enjoy it, but, like, that's what tests you. And then if you can do those last, you know, six miles, like, that's, that's where the risk and accomplishment, that's where the race really starts is around mile 16 and mile 20 when you're being challenged and forced to do these hills, like, at a point of the race where you're already tired. And that's just, like, life when you are going through something, whether it's an injury or something really tough that's you know challenging you and just being an obstacle in your way it's it's god testing you and making you stronger for the future and teaching you a lesson so i think that's there's magic in the misery that's one of my favorite quotes too magic in the misery just ask a runner
0: great way to look at it i mean it labels it correctly the heartbreak hill um you know like what the incline on it because i i looked at the race map and you could see it you know it goes up it's and it's towards yeah. the end when you're already tired
1: That's no, that's a great question. If, if you look it up, put it in the show notes, because I'm curious too, I ran like three or 4% inclines on the treadmill for my training. And there was this one hill in my training where it was like a 10% like road. And it was definitely not 10% because that one I would end up like, I felt like I was running, but if you watched me, I was probably walking. Um, so I'd say it's somewhere between three and three and 7%. It feels steep just because you're at mile twenty, so you're like really tired.
0: <laughs> yeah, every single step is up. Yes, for a while,
1: yeah, for a half that makes mile. It yeah.
0: yeah, and that, after you've already done sixteen, that that's a that's a lot. I mean, yeah, it's challenging.
1: Just overcoming it though is what's important. Yeah, once you make it to the top, it's the accomplishment is what makes it worth it.
0: Well, that's what it's about too. I mean, feeling, getting that feeling, and it's rewarding because you earned it. You worked hard for it, and then you got it. It wouldn't be as enjoyable if everyone could just, you know, go out and do it right away and get there. Absolutely. I've loved having you on the show. Um, you know, future times, I'll be doing more of these. have to have you on again.
1: Thank you. No, it was a privilege and I'm honored that you had me on here. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Um, you're doing good stuff. Keep doing it. If you're quickly, you're, uh, your TikTok name on there.
1: Oh, yeah. Becca period Marathon Runner Girl. So Becca is spelled B-E-K-A-H.
0: Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Well, it's been good having you on. I think you just have a a unique perspective on your journey and your journey is one that others can learn from.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no, I feel the same about your platform. It's really neat to see the different content that runners can create. It's endless and it's exciting.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, hearing people's feedback on all these things, it's it's cool to see, you know, it's, I I feel like there's going to be a shift as time goes on the next 15 years. Like the I've seen a lot of statistics lately about the the bad health of America. Um, And it's in the world too. But it's like 88% of people are metabolically unhealthy. And like, the obesity rates are higher and higher. And it's like, I I, it's scary, really. Um, But I feel like there is going to be this shift, like people are going to start really waking up. And you know, things like you and I are doing with our platforms, it's going to help. And it's going to become more important as you know the next 10 years unfold.
1: Right. Yeah, normalize it and show people that they can do it too. Because that, yeah. that is scary to see those kinds of numbers going up. Um, I definitely surround myself with other like-minded runners and people, but um, hopefully uh, the other crowd sees our content and starts to kind of shift their mindset and maybe Test it out.
0: Definitely. I know that's one of my biggest motivations. When I see someone like they start posting this transformation and they're like, you know, they're pushing 400 or whatever, more or less weight. And then they're just like, I'm going to make a change. And they start doing it. And then you just see that progress. And it's like, wow, yeah, do that. More of that. We need more of this. Lots of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Very cool.
0: Yeah. So we got our we got our end, you know, in just the sport of running itself. But then there's that other end where it's more than that, you know, it's, it's the whole body health. It's all of that. And it's all entailed in it. I'm again, glad to have you on in the future. I'll be doing more of these have to have you on again, some point, maybe we'll do a a race together some point somewhere and, you know, just keep building the, the community. I mean, that's what it's about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Connecting with people all around the world with a common, a common ground being physical fitness and running whatever it may be um but yeah i really appreciate you having me on and i'm excited to hear your other episodes with other runners and athletes and yeah it's gonna be good i can tell already yeah
0: i'm excited too one of the next ones is hella sidibe he's a his tiktok handle is hella good but uh you know okay. he said he's gonna come on the show i haven't talked to him in a little bit since i've since he said he was gonna come on but he was the yeah. f- first african-american run all the way across the country and
1: you know he, okay. he's
0: one of the, my motivators to kind of really push me to like to just take the leap and just really amp up my running and it's, for sure it's cool. he, yeah he's on like a 1800 day running streak i think it, it's oh pretty it's pretty impressive it's
1: that is but, you know he's
0: one of those just this bright personalities and
1: oh you know, yeah
0: we need lots of that
1: for sure Well, thank you so much again. It was great to meet you for the first time, kind of in person over Zoom, and I'm excited to hear your podcast and keep up all your hard work. I appreciate you having me on here.
0: Thank you, and it's absolutely been a joy. And it's like seeing your content; it's good. I always love it. You know, just when you're doing it, you can see that it's making a positive, you know, reaction in people's lives. That's that's the that's where it's at.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's crazy because I well, I scrolled all the way down to the bottom of yours, and you've been on TikTok for two years, two and a half years now. Um, yeah,
0: I, the beginning I didn't do much, but then, yeah, I, was,
1: okay. then I started yeah, doing and, more. For sure. So, like, just seeing how much you've grown on there and how your content has evolved, but also stayed really consistent is is exciting for me, too. Like, I don't know where it's going to go. When I started it, I didn't know it was going to go here. So, it's just exciting to see where, where it takes me and other people. So, yeah, it's fun and have- it makes running fun. I don't know it's like it's added like another element another layer to my training and I like it I think some people find social media stressful but I think for us it's creative so yeah
0: the creative part makes it more fun like because I struggled with social media before just being on it but then now that there's this creative aspect to it it's like oh I can really keep my attention longer and right I mean like yeah since you've been doing it since January and it's may i mean yeah if you just keep any type of consistency that you've got i mean you're just gonna explode i mean yeah you're gonna be good thank you thank you for listening more coming your way soon keep looking out for why to be better in your own life